I'd like to welcome you guys to the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Knight. Here we will discuss competition hunts, pleasure hunts, and anything else dealing with the hunting dog. It is our sole purpose to bring awareness to preserve the sport of hunting with dogs. Without further ado, let's collar our dogs and send them on through the country. Today's word comes from James 4, 7. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Right. I, you know, so it's been so four or five years ago when when my, my, my dogs were getting older and either retiring or, you know, dying off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, from then till now, I haven't found... I haven't found what I've been looking for. Right. You know, I, I mean, I, I, I'm sure they're out there, and I haven't tried them all, but I have tried a lot, a lot of different dogs. And, and I know there's probably somebody that, that, that is going to listen to this and say, oh, you know he didn't buy no street dog, you know. Because, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, that, there ain't no secret that they ain't, I, you know, they ain't my cup of tea. That's right. Uh, but you know what? I mean, that's about like you in the yellow. You remember, you used to, I remember when you had that one, I believe that may have been the only yellow dog ever out of Crockett, huh? Well, it was, it was, it, it was, it, it was the first one he had yeah. ever had. And man, that song had foot. some ears, boy, good night. <laughs> you remember that, look at that, y'all had a picture of that song on propped up on a chair, looking out the window or something, and you could see the sun through them ears. Dude, that song on that was cool as anything. But I remember how you used to people used to pick and play on on there about you having uh you know the yellow dog and stuff. It, it was I you know I, I and I know that color color don't make a dog and papers don't make a dog. But you know I mean I like what I like, and I I've got some close friends that have dogs that are that are yellow in color and we have had a ton of fun killed a ton of game they're as nice a dog as there are i just don't want to own one you know i mean so the the yellow pup that you're talking about that you can see that you can mm-hmm. see the sun that's the pup kyle baker has right that's that's he calls sickum sam all right so there were two of those dogs but folks really only remember sam because the first time I made that cross on on my Cane Creek Crockett and my Cane Creek Big Sioux dog, uh, we had one pup, and it was on like day seventy-two. Dang, she I didn't, was ten years, ten days over. She was, and and she was ten years old. And she had a yellow pup then. One, the I, I went down there to feed one day, and she <laughs> wouldn't come out of the doghouse, and I thought, man, I hope she ain't, you know, I hope she ain't sick, because yeah. I just, I, I'll be honest with you, I thought. She either had a false pregnancy because of her age or whatever. She was as healthy as a horse. As a matter of fact, uh, while she was pregnant uh, with with what I thought was a whole litter of pups, I took her to uh, up to Ripley, Tennessee, and put her in the hunt. They 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 thought they wasn't going to have enough. They, it was raining night. They they thought they might not have enough dogs. Mm-hmm. So I went up there, and and uh, I ended up entering the hunt at ten years old. And it poured rain like pouring piss out of a boot, all right? <laughs> I mean, pouring down rain. And and so everybody, <laughs> we drew out, and then everybody said, it's raining so hard, I'm not going. I said, well, I, I didn't drove this way and paid my money. I'm hunting. Well, 
Bart Williams. Yeah. Uh, Bart Williams was the only one that wanted to hunt. He said, well, if you're going to hunt, I'm not, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to let Jeremy Garner be the only one that want to go coon hunt, That's you right. know? So Bart went with me and we hunted her and, uh, and Bart's male dog. And, uh, she treated two coons that night to pouring down rain with pregnant with pups. Mm-hmm. At, she was, I mean, she was a coon dog. Uh, but anyway, I went down there to feed that one day and it was day 72 and everybody told me that I just had my days wrong and you know, whatever. I went down there to feed. She wouldn't come out of a barrel. I used barrels. So, uh, I just, I didn't even look. I just reached in and grabbed her by the collar and pulled her out to look at her. Well, when I pulled her out, I, I thought I seen something out of the corner of my eye in the boat. So I pulled her out of the way and I looked in the barrel and there's this dang yellow pup laying there. It looked like he's big as a jackrabbit. He's so big. <laughs> uh, and, and I'm, I'm going to tell you. The first thing that came to my mind was, I wonder how long he's been in that barrel. Right. So I pulled my pocket knife out, and I reached in and grabbed a pup, and I laid him on the concrete, and I just struck my knife across the concrete and whacked his tail off mm-hmm. and put him back in the barrel, and she went back in there, and I said, I can't believe it. And she raised that pup, and I gave the pup to a friend of mine, and uh, he ended up having to get rid of his dogs uh, because the dog barked nonstop. He was a barking, big, loud, barking son of a gun. He ended up selling to another guy so before the tornado hit us i had done some swapping and trading and got that dog back right he was probably four or five years old something like that maybe even six somewhere in there i got him back he was the one dog that i gave away he was the one dog to survive the tornado probably day uh, some neighbors some neighbors up the road found him and held him for me until i could find a place for him to go and uh, I gave him to a young boy named Luke Mitchell, who who back Luke was in co- he was a college you know he was probably second year in college when I gave him the dog, when he was probably fourteen years old he killed his first coon ever to chrome uh, down on some government land. Uh, first time he'd ever been coon hunting, first coon he'd ever shot he shot to chrome, so he was one that I called. I said, man, would you like to have a dog? I mean, he is a finished dog ready to hunt. All you gotta do is take him to the woods and kill squirrel, coon, pigs, whatever. Uh, and, and and he hunted the dog as much as a kid could hunt. You know, right. loved him, and he still owns him now. I think he's, I think he's eight or nine years old, but mm-hmm. uh, still training coons, still training squirrels. Did Never you, been bred. How'd you come about those two dogs, uh, uh, Crockett and Sue? Where'd they? So, <clears throat> so Crockett, when when Chrome was getting, that's the one that well, went. They threw at locate that you you sent me. I had that video. You'd sent it. You texted it to me a few years back, and I traded phones, and I ended up losing it. But you had sent it to me one time in a text message, and it, man, that song on sounded so good. He he had he had a dive. What I call it for a cur dog, he mm-hmm. had a dive all locate. All right. I mean, he was he was a ball mouth track dog, and and would would. Just roll in there, give a big old dime ball locate, roll over to a chop, and, and and as he's chopping on there, he wasn't a super hard tree dog, but as he would chop, he would stop and 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 throw another ball in there that he'd chop, throw a ball in there and chop. I loved him. I loved the dog. Is is, I mean, I just I loved him. But so to to, to go back a little bit, um, Terry and I were talking one night about breeding his um nikki dog mm-hmm. all right she was a coon dog deluxe I'm, I'm just telling you she was a coon dog i hunted her so much i i, I put 
put her in a bunch of hunts for Terry, and I, and I pleasure hunted her a bunch. Me and Terry hunted her a bunch. Well, one night we were out hunting. We were sitting in a truck waiting on dogs to tree, and, and, and he says, he says, I think I'm going to breed Nikki to uh, a dog um, named Nicholson's Tank, which at the time Tim Cope had bought and, and uh, named him uh, River Road Tank. Mm-hmm. He said, would you ride with me? And I said, yeah, I'll ride with you. I mean, heck, I'm up for you. I, you know, I mean, me and Terry was road dogs. I mean, That's if right. he wanted to go, we'd jump in the truck and go. Uh, so when he when he mentioned a tank dog, I said, well, heck, I'm going to look into him myself. So I started looking into the tank dog pretty heavy. And I had already, I but I kind of left, left the dog out. But before I had Chrome and before I had the Luke dog, I, I bought a dog off of Tim Coates' dog off of his Grizz dog and his in in a doggy River Road Jerry and River Road Grizz. Mm-hmm. Um which was really heavy Duff's Bob. Uh, right. and you're getting you're getting way back there in dogs then, which uh, Apache was was heavy Duff's Bob. Right. So uh uh I, I'd already, you know, I, of course I knew knew Tim from from uh, Squirrel Haters. So uh, um Tim you know at the time Tim had bought I don't know when you come along uh, a Tim um, had bought squirrel haters from a fellow we called Big D. Um, mm. But anyway, so I started doing some checking in, looking in on Tank, and then I already knew, you know, Daryl Nicholson, and I knew the Nicholson dogs, and I knew they was winners, and and uh, and, and John Mears and Tommy Mears that had, had you know hunted some of them dogs, and and I knew they were winners, and so uh, I thought, well, heck, I I'll find me something off a of Tank and hunt. See how he is, you know. If if Terry thinks enough of him to breed Nikki to him, right. who is a coon dog, he's got to be something. I see it. So I got to calling around and, and looking, and and uh, I got a phone call one day I didn't recognize, and and answered the phone, and it was Roger Bennett, and he said, um, "I hear you looking for a, a dog off a of Tank." He said, "I know where a dog is off of my old Spook dog, uh, who Roger's dogs were a mix of." Uh, uh, well, I think a, a great mix of Kimmer and Busher. Old, the old stock Kimmer, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the old, old Kimmer dogs, um, which Ro- Roger Bennett, uh, some of his first dogs came from Chris Boone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, Chris Boone's had the same dogs over 30 years, I think, right. the Kimmer dog, which is what I call the older stock of the Kimmer dogs. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, he told me, he said, I know where, uh, I know where a dog is that, that you could buy. So he gave me this guy's number, and and uh, this is just how you know how things work and and, and how good folks are in, in the small world. It is um, Jeremy McCreary and Mr. Jimmy owned Crockett. Dang, really? Yeah, they uh, that's who I bought him from. So I called Jeremy and I, and I said, you know, uh, Roger said you got this dog out of tank and a spook dog uh, that you want to sell. I said, if you don't mind me asking, why are you selling him? He said, I can't stand it. He said he absolutely opens every breath on a squirrel track. <laughs> you know, they're squirrel hunters. They ain't coon hunters. They're yeah, squirrel hunters. That's right. And he can train a dog. He's he's done well with Absol- a dog. Absolutely. So they had had him on the on the in there, and Mr. Jimmy had had him in his you know his pen behind his house. Right. And uh, so uh, that's why they, that's why Jeremy was selling because he he opened on the ground so much on squirrel, and I said, well. I squirrel hunt some, but I'm a coon hunter, you know, so that, that that's fine with me. 
So he sent me some pictures of him, and he was a scrawny. He wasn't, but like maybe eleven months old, twelve months old, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he. I don't think he was a year old. But anyway, and, and he was just a lanky, tall, lanky. You know, um, you know, he was just in an awkward age. So <clears throat> Jeremy said, "Here, this is what I'll take for him." And I said, "Man, I ain't got, I ain't got that, I ain't got that kind of money." You know, and it, it, I mean, it wasn't like it was a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Then he, you know, um, it was, you know, it was a pretty good bit of money. So I said, I tell you what I got. I said, I, I got a shotgun. Would you trade him for a shotgun? So I sent him some pictures, and it and it was a a gun that I had bought from a friend of mine. It was a it was an automatic Benelli twelve gauge. Mm-hmm. Right. He said, Yeah, I'll trade him for that shotgun. So me and my wife jumped in the truck. And, <laughs> and I drugged her to another dog, you know, to, she's, she's rode with me to go get so many dogs. Uh, me and my wife jumped in a truck and, uh, we go straight to Jeremy's house up in, uh, Kentucky and, and we get up there and I said, I didn't know Jeremy. I said, uh, you mind if we take him to the woods? He said, you can't do that. I said, you can't. <laughs> he said, no, season ain't open. I said, man, I said, I mean, I said, I ain't going to tell nobody. And I said, surely we, I said, surely we ain't going to run into no game warden. And he reached over in his truck and he put his game warden hat on. That's right. <laughs> I said, man, I said, I said, Here, here's your shotgun. I, I you know, I'll, I'll take, take your word. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get to hunt him, but, uh, uh I've been, fr- I've been friends with Jeremy and, and Mr. Jimmy since they're just such good people. Um, anyway, I come home with Crockett and I squirrel hunted him. Oh man, that was, I don't know. I, it was, it was not quite season yet really. So I squirrel hunted him until December mm. of that year. I, and, and he just took right to it. Now he, they wasn't lying. I mean, he, he, I killed, you know, some squirrels with him, but he was, it, he would open on, on gray squirrels. You know, not not a lot. I mean, you know, not like he he wasn't like running no two three hundred yards opening on track. Mm-hmm. But when when he come to a squirrel, he he would let out a big old just a big old deep ball. You know, ow, oh, and he would go ten twenty thirty yards, let out a big old ball, and then he would big locate, roll over to a chop. You could walk in and shoot your squirrel. <laughs> like I said, when it come to a fox squirrel. It might be a hundred yard track and, and he would get excited. He would start squealing and squalling. And then he would roll in there and let throw that big locate and go to chop on tree. And I loved it. I mean, yeah. it was, I mean, it was just the best thing I'd ever heard. You know, <laughs> I mean, Crone was semi open, but she didn't have no bald mouth. She right. was a, she was a chop mouth track dog, you know? Uh, and she had that, she had that, she had a three bark locate, very similar to boondock, but, I had never heard a, a cur dog with a mouth like Crockett. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, me neither. And like I said, that's why I, I mean, I think that's, you know, that's why I liked him so much was because of that mouth. I mean, I love a ball mouth. Man, I wished all my curs had ball mouths. Me too, and you just didn't find that many. And, and I'm going to tell you, <laughs> as many people that like that dog, they was twice as many that hated his gut. So, I don't, uh-huh. I, you know, I had always heard, like I said, I never got to hunt with him. You know, but, you know, I'd always, people would just, you know, run him down some, and I'm like, well, dang, you know, someone's putting six and seven coons on the tailgate each time he goes. I mean, 
what's not to like about a big mouth cur dog? Well, I mean, it, you it, you look back, and, and and when when the when the Mountain Cur Breeders Association started, they didn't even have squirrel hunts. It was coon hunts only. Right. And and the breed standards says, and I know I've I have. I have said this till I was blue in the face. I said it so much, I tired of hearing myself say it, and I just shut up. <laughs> but the breed standard says open, open trailing preferred in in a in a mountain cur in an original mountain cur breeders association. Open trailing preferred, silent acceptable. Okay, that's it's bred out of them. It went when I mean there's still a few dogs that open some, but when dogs like Crockett died, it died with them. Now he's got two sons, only two sons. There ain't many dollars. I'm not a breeder. I'm right. a hunter, so I didn't breed much. Uh, there's just not many of them dogs left. So people's idea, squirrel hunting, squirrel hunters came from. I mean, let's just be be honest. Mm -hmm. Squirrel hunters come from feist dogs. Yeah, you know, you're right. A lot of a lot of your big cur hunters today. Uh, started with feists, you know. I mean, my brother had the old whatever, you know, they ain't no telling what all was in that dog, feist, cur, whatever. Uh, and, and to them, squirrel dogs didn't open on track. They didn't locate. They just rolled in there. They used their eyes. They used their ears. Uh, you know, they used their nose, and they treated squirrels. Crockett didn't use no eyes. He he used his, his nose. He was a track dog. He, he could win a squirrel. And he could win the coon, but he wasn't good at it. Right. But if it laid, if it laid a trail, he could run it. He was a track driving machine. He, he, he was. I mean, you know, and and early on when I first got him, um, he was just trying to figure things out. And and uh, and I, you know, I mean, I was still hunting the crap out of Chrome, and uh, and I, I I put him in a couple hunts. And I shouldn't have put him in the hunts because he wasn't ready for it. And and Crockett was such a big dog. He was about in hunting shape. He was about sixty-five to seventy-two pounds. Right. Um. He was a big dog, and and he was a big male dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, um. He he was a he was a he would growl, right? right? What what really got people to trash talking Crockett? is he he was a growler all right so if 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 a young male dog came up and postured you know what i'm saying oh yeah if they come up and stiff-legged him he was gonna bow up and he would he would give a, he would lower his head and give him that just low deep you know what i'm saying uh -huh. like let them know get out, get out of my face that's right you know um he wouldn't do that with every dog. I actually won a coon hunt with, with Crockett. It was a three male dog cast. It was an awesome cast. He struck three coons, treed three coons. Another boy's dog. Matter of fact, it's it's a dog that's in a lot of papers you see now. Uh, the dog's name was something Blackjack. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know exactly and, who you're talking about. Oh. I, I, I want to say maybe, maybe the Maximus dog is that a Blackjack. Maybe not. Maybe I'm getting confused. But anyway, it was a, a dog named Blackjack. Um, and, and anyway, it was a three-dog cast. Man, we had a great cast. 
he treated his own, he struck and treated his own coon, Crockett struck and treated three coons, and not a growl between no dog, great cast. Come back, won the cast. Um, the next cast I drew was a three-dog cast. There was a younger dog on the cast that, that reared up on Crockett, you know, and he, he, he snarled and growled. <laughs> we sent him on, you know, uh, we sent him on, and and Crockett had quirks. He was a, he he had some quirks. Okay. Yeah. If, if uh if I don't know he he was sometimes he would leave out and not come back till he treated coon and and if a dog ever irritated him or agitated him or bowed up on him or whatever you want to call it. He would want to hang close. Mm. I, I don't know if it was jealous or or what it was, or maybe it was just that male dog thing, you know. Right. Um, he was he wasn't a pisser and he wasn't a scratcher. Mm. He didn't run around and piss on every tree. He didn't scratch. Um, but you know that same young dog come back and and I don't know, man. I can't remember. Maybe he was licking and licking him on the face or whatever, and Crockett growled at him again, and I got on his butt, and I said, look here, you know. Uh, we need to get these dogs, you know, let's walk them or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I think uh, Brad Goodman had just bought the Jagger dog, maybe not not long before that, mm-hmm. and, and uh, put he was uh, he was on that cast. And I think Crockett might have went over there and tried to tree a coon or something, and and one of them dogs might have went over to his tree. I don't really remember, and 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 I heard him growl and. I was going to try to get my hands on him then. I was just going to go to the truck. Yeah. Well, he seen me coming, and he took off, and then they struck a hog, and they run the crap out of it. <laughs> and I finally got him, and I just withdrew, and I said, I'm just going to take him to the truck because he's growling, you know. Um, and, and every now and then, he would growl at a dog. Um, and, and I know people, there there's some guys, and I ain't going to get into it because yeah, it don't I, matter no more. That's right. That's right. But, you know, there's some guys that, that talked about how mean he was, you know. Um, the dog never had a fight in his life until one night. And and I, di- I didn't try to cover it up. It mm. wasn't even on the cat. And I, 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 I don't mind telling you. Uh, anybody that ever asked me, I told them the honest truth about it. Um, the second litter of Big Sue and Crockett, I gave Tim Cope a pup out of it. Mm-hmm. He wanted a pup because Crockett opened so much. Tim, you know, Tim wanted a, a, an open mouth dog, big open mouth dog like Crockett. Tim tried to, matter of fact, at one point, Tim Tim offered me to do some swapping. I, I could have got River Road Tank, but I had to give up Crockett. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 I just, I, I mean, I loved the dog. He was That's he right. was a coon dog. You know, there, there's not, I mean, there ain't many cur coon dogs. I've hunted with a lot of coon dogs, a lot of cur dogs that have treated a lot of coons, and I don't consider them coon dogs because they would treat a squirrel at night. Right. A, a dog that treats a squirrel at night consistent. you know, if you take them out and the coons ain't moving and they go to treating squirrels, it is not a coon dog. Nope. My opinion, other folks may think different. That is not a coon dog. Mm-hmm. A coon dog would get out of your sight until it found a coon, yep. you know? I don't even care if they come back and I put them in the truck. I didn't want them treating squirrels. Chrome would treat all the coons you wanted, 
but she would also tree all the squirrels you could tree at night. Crockett would not tree a squirrel. When I quit squirrel hunting and started coon hunting, he would not tree a squirrel. He quit treeing them totally, not even during the day. Really? Couldn't take him back. He just him. He loved coons that much. Um, now, he would tree early on. He would tree a possum. We killed five possums to him in one night. <laughs> but but once I started raining coons down to him, <clears throat> uh, you know, he quit treeing a possum. We was killing we was killing six, seven, eight, ten, twelve coons a night to him. Good night. Consistently. Consistently, every night. We You know, we was hunting. I mean, I was hunting seven, eight, nine nights in a row. Um, when the coons was moving, um, yeah, my, my thing is I don't hunt when a full moon, I generally don't hunt during a full moon. Them other three weeks in the, in the month, I'm hunting every night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so anyway, I, 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 I give Tim a pup and, and Tim came down and, and stayed at the house and we, we, Hunter had a dog named Cane Creek Whiskey who, who also came from Roger Bennett. Mm-hmm. I remember the we whiskey, went out, you know, mm-hmm. We went out and squirrel hunting with Matt. We went out squirrel hunting whiskey and had a good time. And we took uh, Tim brought um, Tim had a dog named um, Rampage and he had a dog named Batman. And uh, so Tim brought one of them down to coon hunt. And uh, so um, we went out coon hunting. And uh, Tim may correct me if I'm wrong, and I, I can't believe I can't remember this, but I, I, I'm i almost positive he brought Rampage with him. Who Scotty Dorton had Rampage at, at one time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we hunted the first night. We hunted Crockett. We hunted Rampage. <clears throat> we hunted on a big farm, 1,500 acres. And um, the dogs kind of got out of pocket a time or two, and we had to uh, I didn't own a four-wheeler back then. Uh, the old blue truck I call the Beast, we uh, we used it for four-wheeler. We <laughs> mowed down pine trees and made trails. We we used we, we drove into where the dogs is at. And then you, didn't you, have you turn around and go to work in it the next day? Absolutely. I still drive. <laughs> what? That blue Chevrolet truck? I still drive. I drive it every day. Holy moly. I Dude, do. I that still thing's drive a legend. I still, I, my, my wife and son tried to get me to buy a truck, and I said, I, 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 at one time back a year ago, I retired. I said, I'm going to retire. And I had bought Hunter a truck, uh-huh. and he don't have a license yet, so I said, I'm going to drive Hunter's truck. I'm just going to drive this truck, and I'm going to retire the beast. And when Hunter gets to driving, I'll get me a truck. And I would be cutting grass, and I'd drive by and see her sitting over under a tree, you know, and I think, man, I should miss driving her. And uh, one day I went out there and I hooked my tractor to her and I pulled it up to the house. My wife says, oh, my Lord, <laughs> let her die. Just let the truck die, but I can't do it. I I, I got her back on the road and I, I'm still driving her every day. Dang, and and awesome. if, the motor blew, if, the, if the motor blew up tomorrow, I'd buy me a brand new motor and put it in her. That's right. Uh, so, so back to, 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 to the deal with Crockett. So we didn't have much luck that night. I think we made one tree. So come home and the next night a buddy of mine's got a a, a pretty nice hunting club and uh and uh, they raise and release turkeys it's a big big you know turkey club and uh so anyway he called me he says man he said the, the coons is just just eating my turkey feeders and my you know all year long they they they're feeding these these turkey supplemental feed and feeding them corn and scratch and whatever you know raising pulps and everything and he said the coons is wearing me out so 
I told Tim, I said, man, we're going to go down here to this guy's farm and we go, you know, we're going to hunt around these, these feeders and stuff and we'll kill Crockett. The more coons you kill to him, the, the, the harder he hunted, the, the more he wanted it. He, he wanted a coon more than, uh, more than most dogs that I hunted with. He, he just loved the coon. Right. Um, so we turn these two dogs off again and they tear out of there. And, uh, and I knew, I could tell by the way he was hunting it. It, it he, it, you ever been with a dog that knew when the game was on the ground? Yep. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. If, if I turn Crockett loose, is no lie. If I turn Crockett loose and he did not want to go hunting, and I know people are going to say, well, I ain't no coon dog. Well, I don't care what they say. If I turned him loose and he made a round and came back and, and, I could look at him, and if he didn't want to go hunting, I put him in a truck, and we went home because there wasn't nothing moving. That's right. Okay? I could tell when we turned them loose that night, them dogs tore out of there, and they, they, they got in there pretty deep, and they actually crossed the property line and got onto another guy's property, and um, they split tree. Well, we went in, and, and uh, I hope Tim don't kill me, but Tim... Tim's dog treat a possum, and uh, and I don't think we I, we couldn't find the coon in, in Crockett's tree, so we got him back across the. Tim made a little correction there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we got back on our property line and we turned him loose again, and and they tore out of there. And Crockett struck. Tim was wanting to hear his mouse. Well, Crockett struck a coon, and he was running, and he got in there and threw that big locate. And I told my buddy, I said, "Oh, we we fixing going there, and we you know, Load we got the this gun." Coon. We went, so we walk in and sure enough, he's got the coon and, and we let my buddy there. He don't, he, he only coon hunts with me about once or twice a year. So we let him shoot the coon out. And, and the way I coon hunt, when that coon hits the ground, when, when Crockett, I try to shoot them, every coon I shoot, I shoot, I try to shoot it dead when it hits the ground. I don't want a dog fight. Right. A, a, a dog fighting a coon, you got two dogs that fighting a coon. I don't care if there's two females, a male and a male, or a male and a female. It's yeah. liable to call. Oh, it's go it, nine times out of ten, you go, it's going to be some yang in there, you know. So, so um, I always tie my dog back. Every tree, I tie my dog back. Just It, it, it just keeps the problems down. So even with a dog you don't have problems with, it, it you control the situation at that point. That's right. We shoot the coon, and, and, and so <clears throat> I always take the coon and throw it over to Crockett and let him, let him finish it off. Even if the coon's alive, I just reach down and grab him by the nap of the neck and throw him over to my dog. They finish him off, and and I unleash my dog, and I, I send him from that tree. I don't walk away from the tree. I don't walk 100 yards. I don't walk one minute. I, I sit under that tree and turn him loose, and I, I stay under that tree until he trees another coon. And then I, I pick that coon up. Crockett went there, and then the dogs went there, and, and, and Crockett treated again. We went there, and he had another coon, and, and for whatever reason, I, I can't remember, but I don't think, <clears throat> I don't think Tim's dog ever came into him. So he trees a second coon, same thing, we kill the coon, I turn him loose, he goes in there, and he trees a third time, third time, and he has a coon. Well, this time, Tim's dog comes in, best I remember, Tim's dog comes in, and and um, we shoot the coon, and as we walk away from the tree, Tim said, "Did did you hear one of them dogs growl?" And I said, "Man, I didn't." You know, 
did you, I said, you think Crockett was growling? He said, man, I don't know. I just thought, I just thought for a second, I thought I heard the dog growl. <clears throat> so, uh, up to this point, this is, like I said, the second night we've hunted, the ain't had no problem. So up to this point, we've had some we've had a good hunt. I said, well, hey, let's go get another one, boys, you know? So we turn loose and, and them dogs leave out together this time. Cause you know, before they would leave and split every time. Well, this time they left out together and they don't go four or 500 yards and Crockett loads up, throws that locate. He's treeing in there and we walk into him and, and I stopped and I said, I said, dang Tim, I said, them dogs is fighting that coon boy. They done, he done bailed out. They done caught him. They fight. So, you know, I'm pepped up. We kind of walk and I'm, you know, you ain't never hunting with me, but from tree to tree, I'm talking more fact than any man known. To, <laughs> I, that's just what I do. I, I just, you know, I mean, I, that's what I, it's fun, you know. Yeah. Uh, we get a little closer and I stop and I said, I said, dang, Tim, I said, man, I think they're fighting each other. And I just, I just bolted. I left them behind, you know. Uh, and I just took off sprinting as fast as I could. And when I got in there, um, Crockett was, was shaking him like a rag doll, man. You know, really? uh, Crockett was probably twice as big as, as Tim's dog, maybe a little, you know, at least twice as big. And Crockett had him, you know, I seen him shaking him and he had him pinned down. I thought, oh my gosh, it's, you know, I go in and, 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 and I'm not going, from, from this point, I separate the dog. I'm not gonna go into what take what what takes yeah. place. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, Tim Tim finally says, "Oh, you know, that's enough." And uh, so so I tie Crockett back, and I, I run over to Tim's dog, and, and I and I'm Tim's there, and I'm looking him over, and and he is um, he he's he's got bite, he's chewed up. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I pick him up. I pick him up, and he's bleeding like a stuck pig. And we start heading back to the truck, and and um, put him down. And Tim's walking him on the lead. So now he's walking. You know, and, and I'm thinking, okay, okay. You know, we get back to the truck, and I set him up on the tailgate. I mean, and it's just he just he's got a puncture wound. I mean, you know, he. I mean, that was at this point that was the only fight Crockett had ever been in. And, and I'm gonna say. He, he he didn't hold nothing back. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. I mean, he just, he got on Tim's dog, and Tim's dog wouldn't have, you know, he just, Tim's dog just didn't want to fight. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know what happened, but. Um, something set I him mean, off. Something did, and, and I'm just being honest. Uh, 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 Crockett whooped the dog up pretty bad. And and so anyway, I, I, I put Crockett in the box, and I told Tim right then, I said, Let, let's let's go straight to the emergency vet clinic. It was in Memphis. There wasn't one close to it, you know, about an hour and a half from where we were at. I said, let's go to the emergency vet clinic. I'll have my wife call and tell them we're coming, and we'll go straight there. Whatever it costs, I'm you know, I don't care. I'm paying for, you know, I'm going to take care of your dog. Make it right. So we load up, and we're headed up, and, and we we. Tim's giving him some water and all that. And, and anyway, Tim's like, you know, I, I, I don't think it's as bad. I think it's just that, you know, a puncture wounds. Anyway, so so we go to my house and we get him out where we got some good light and we clean him up and and um, we put some uh, blue coat mm-hmm. on the wound and then it, you know, stopped bleeding. And, and um, he was drinking and up and walking around and, you know, 
So we decided, Tim decided, he said, no, nah, there's no need to take him to the vet. Uh, Tim was going to stay and hunt some more, but he said, hey, you know, when I get up in the morning, you know, I'm just going to go into the house, which I, I mean, I felt, Terrible. I mean, there's no way to, to yeah. yeah, there's no way to be bad I felt, you know, I mean, I, I done invited a man to come hunt with me, and, and uh, you know, my dog had done growled at, let's just say, in his life, he probably growled at four dogs, you know, uh, and then here this man comes down here to hunt with him, and he chews his dog up on the second night, you know, um, so, I, I never put him in another, I never took him to another hunt because I didn't want that to happen to nobody else. I never bred him again after that. I'd already bred him to Sue twice and I'd bred him to Crockett, uh, to Chrome once. Um, and, and I'm going to tell you, he, Crockett was not a reproducer. Hmm. He, he, he just, he just didn't reproduce his, his, I mean, I, out of four crosses that I made with him that were, all my dogs, I think he's produced maybe five pups that are really nice dogs. And Kyle's dog is one of them, the mm -hmm. Sam dog and, and this other dog, yellow boat. My luck, the two best dogs out of him are both dead gum yellow. But uh, uh, another guy that I, I, I used to go to his club and coon hunt, kill coons for him, he brought his female up and, and bred. She was, she had some streak on bottom, and, and she was heavy budding Liz on top, and, and he asked me if he could breed the Crockett, and I said, yes, you can. And he had hunted with him. You know, he knew the whole nine yards. He bred, and he's got a back cross work. I think three-quarters of the litter made super nice dogs. But the, the rest of them just didn't make. They yeah. just, I mean, it just didn't, you know. So I never bred him again. And uh, and anyway, uh I, you know, I was just at a place in my life where things was not going right for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was, I was, you know, I mean, I was a smoker, so I was, I was, I was smoking a lot. I was drinking a lot. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm just going to be honest. We uh, uh, folks was bad talking me. You know, stuff gets around. Oh, yeah. It you does. Know it does. I, grown men with coon dogs, they talk more drama <laughs> and more, more gossip. All right, then, then you know, teenagers. That's right. Teenagers. More you can word. more than the beauty shop, what I call it. Yeah, more you know, word got around. You know that he had grabbed a couple of dogs, and like I said, his fight record is one and zero. Yeah. You know. Anyway, uh, folks got to talking about me so bad, and and at this time, I, I was during this time, I was president of the United Mountain Care Association, and I was heavily involved in that and I was putting every everything I had into the UMCA and you know trying to trying to do right and I was neglecting my wife neglecting yeah. my kids you know I mean that that I mean that it happens easy I mean I'm you know I mean these coon dogs will, will they'll get you they'll get you in a spot where uh, you know you get in you just get infatuated with them and you Wanting, I'm gonna tell you, I got caught up. I got caught up in in uh, about this time. I got caught up in. I, I only I couldn't have a dog unless it came from these particular dogs. Nothing else I wanted, and, and I passed up some nice dogs because of that. You know, um, our good friend Mark Morrison calls it uh, kennel blindness. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at this point, at this point, I, I just got kennel blind. Not to my own kennel but to a certain one certain line of dogs and and uh anyway so 
like I said, I was drinking pretty heavy and, and, um, uh, you know, I mean, I was, I was staying, I was staying in the woods more than I was staying at home. Yeah. And it started, you know, I mean, you know, the deal, man, oh, it just yeah. started way. I do. Uh, home. And, uh, and, and we were living in a crappy neighborhood, uh, right there about a mile from South Memphis and the gangs was moving in. And I said, you know what? I got to change something, I, but I didn't know what to to do and and i got i had a i had a i got hurt at work i hurt i got my back i hurt my back at work and uh i couldn't walk for a month and uh, I, was, I was going through physical therapy and and uh i was laying at home you know i guess i was laying at home feeling sorry for myself and uh and i said man i can't i can't feed my dogs somebody else is feeding my dogs and my wife's mad at me you know my kids uh uh, my kids going to going here and going there, and I'm you know I'm I'm hunting every night. They're they're doing horse shows, and I'm instead of watching them at the shows, I'm out coon hunting and, and uh, hanging out with everybody else. And you know, like I said, I was, I, was, I mean, be honest with you, I was laying at home, you know, all in my feelings, and I said, man, everybody's talking about me so bad, and and uh, I'm just in a bad spot. I, I I so when I hurt my back, I'm just laying there, and I'm thinking the heck with this i'm through with all of it so mm -hmm. i sold everything that wasn't nailed down every dog kennels boxes i sold guns i sold clothes i sold whatever i could to move my family away from where we were at and to not have a dog to focus 100 percent on my family that's right and i'm gonna tell you best decision best decision i ever made uh, it, you know, I, it, it took me, it took me two years to, it, well, it took me a long time to realize that, that I was, uh, neglecting my home life. Mm -hmm. And and then what, what it boiled down to was I, I was, you know, I was losing out at home. I, I done lost a bunch of friends. Um, you know, it, it happens. Oh yeah. And, it uh, does. and uh, so you know, I'm gonna tell you when that when that darn tornado hit, it, it there, there's no way to describe how it changed my life. My family, it, it changed it. My family, right now, we are better than we've ever been, closer than we've ever been, better relationships than we've had in a long time. Uh, it's it's been two years since the tornado, and and we we are better than we've ever been like i said and now i'm back to coon hunting yeah i'm not squirrel hunting at all i'm strictly just coon hunting and and uh i mean you know some of the folks that i've lost track with and some of my friends that 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 you know we got into it and had our had our you know went separate ways um we were grown men and, and we realized that that was just foolish mm -hmm. um and, and you know and and um you know, we've made amends and, and, uh, we're all, we're all better for it. And, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to be move civil forward. now. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, that's right. Um, that's right. But that, that, I mean, you know, uh, long, long story short, that that's what, that's the reason that dog was hated so much. I, I think it was because I loved him so much and that he had that, that I, I was so defensive of him yeah. that, when when somebody would say, "Oh, he's mean," I, I they didn't know mean. I was ready to fight. Oh yeah, 
you know i mean but you know like i said that that's what happens when you when you when you let yourself get carried away get caught up in it and you know like you said you you was putting them dogs before your home life and stuff like that it's so easy to do though man because like i said going to these hunts and stuff and you know i usually try to stay local i i host a few uh, nsd hunts and i'm hosting a usdc uh state hunt in in the delta this year at perry farms oh i you know i, I try to host some stuff that i mean because we draw out at my house i built a 40 by 60 shop a few years back and I mean, I got an office in there, and I mean, it's heating and cooled. Uh, you know, I've been blessed, you know, with work. So, I, I mean, I, I draw out right there at home. Uh, and then, dude, when, you know, after three rounds or whatever, however how many dogs show up, I'm at the house, and I put my dogs up, feed them, and, and I go inside to Mama, and, you know, if she wants to go out to eat supper, you know, Saturday, well, guess what? I don't care how tired you are, baby i'm going you know used to when i was drinking and carrying on partying i thought i had to do uh i thought i had to do you know my own thing let's do what chris wants to do you know i don't care about you know what you want to do but i learned real quick that uh you know somebody will uh somebody will tell mama you know just how how, how terrible i am you know what i mean and and uh you don't watch it mama be done left and uh like i said i was blessed and fortunate to where you know she didn't leave me or not you know but again it could have very well went that way you know but like i said man these dogs they get you caught up i love them and i i could i could see myself getting to that point you know also but i kind of man i try to stay grounded i try to you know pacing right now you know if if i could say anything about him you know he'll do anything i ask him or tell him to do but you know he wants to you know, he loves to hunt, turkey hunt, deer hunt, you know. Again, he would, I think he would like that, like these dogs a lot more. I don't shoot a lot of squirrels out, but I tell you what I'm going to do. He don't like to go with me because during the week, you know, I don't shoot a bunch of squirrels. And uh, I got a little old female that I'm hunting. She's a tree incur, and uh, you can shoot her one after the other, and it don't, she, it don't phase her one bit, so... We go start shooting squirrels to her, and uh, we go see if he can't handle a dog, you know, in, in these hunts and stuff. Cause, I mean, we're trying to get these youth in because they're the they're the future, you know. That that was gonna be one of my questions, you know. What do you think could, uh, you know, if you had one thing, how how do you think that you know to keep this junk going? You know, you got to get to, in my opinion, keep the you know keep these kids involved and uh, you know good good people around you. You know, what do you think to can, can needs to change or you think of anything that needs to change to keep this this stuff going on I, I, you know what I, I'm gonna tell you something and it may it this may not be what some folks would think when when you say what what could we do to help the kids you know to, to get more kids involved and, and keep the kids involved and there are a lot of things you can do and a lot of people are doing it I mean uh, PKC has a huge youth program here in Mississippi now. I mean, it's sure huge. It's, I mean, I've donated, you know, I've bought raffles to donate money yep. to, you know, uh, 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 but I'm going to tell you something. I, having a teenager that, that grew up coon hunting and squirrel hunting 
with dogs. He grew up around competition hunts. Uh, you know, when I was out gone to a competition hunt, if it was close enough on, on Saturdays, my wife would bring him down so he could do the bench in a tree. Mm-hmm. And, and so I mean, he, he's been around it all. And, and I'm going to tell you one thing that stands out in my mind that he, he always has said to me is, and I asked him, I, 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 I now he, he's my partner in dogs. He knows, he knows as much about handling dogs as a grown man. Cause he's, he's been doing, he's been handling dogs for, you know, almost 15 years. I mean, that's a lot longer than a lot of, a lot of people, you know, a lot of grown men. And, and, and I'm going to tell you one thing he always, always says to me when we're just, you know, we're out hunting and we're riding in the road and talking. He says, dad, he says, when I'm look when I'm on a, when I'm on Facebook and I'm looking at like the I hunt Facebook group or some of the English Facebook groups, he's like, I, I would, I don't want to hunt with some of these guys because all they do is, is talk bad about it. You know, the other guys, they, they're, they're so jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, they can't just be happy if they don't like how your dog is, then it, you're, it's wrong. You know, uh, and, and one thing, for instance, like, you know, we, we kill a lot of coons and he sees when, when I'm having a discussion, he, he's on every, you know, dog group that I'm on mm-hmm. and, and he sees me interact, have a lot of conversations. And when I talk about the number of, of coons that we kill a year, he sees grown men tell me that I'm unethical, that I'm wrong that we don't know what a coon dog is. And if, 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 you have a, if you have a dog that needs that many coons shot out, it ain't no coon dog. He sees these grown men acting and talking like this, and he don't want to go to a competition hunt and be around them. All right, man, look, can you blame him? No, no, I mean, I, I you know, and, and he has a one-year-old English male right now Oh, I've been watching that sucker since he was a puppy. That dog, I'm, I'm just going to tell you the honest truth. I've not seen a, a natural, a starting pup since I started Chrome. He literally, Hunter, every day come home from school, would get that pup out and walk him in the woods behind our house where we have some squirrel feeders. Mm-hmm. And, and he called me one day and he's like, Dad, you're bringing a squirrel. Knock him out, you know. Uh, right. we, we got to, we, I mean, he got to tree and squirrels, and and then Hunter made a drag with him. Uh, uh, he he treated the drag. I mean, just natural as can be. This season was as he, he turned a year old April 11th, and we had killed 31 solo coons to him. You know, telling how many trees is it? Yeah, April 11th. He, he turned a year old, and 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 a hunter wants. To, he, he really, he told me one night we was hunting, he says, all the years I've been coon hunting with you, Dad, he says, I, I, I've enjoyed hunting with you and I've enjoyed being out here. He says, but it is, there, there's no describing that. That's my dog tree in that coon mm-hmm. right there. That's not, your, that's not your dog that I'm hunting with. That's my dog tree in that coon. Mm-hmm. I, I, I took him as a pup and got into treeing, and now he's treeing coons, and my buddies are shooting coons to my dog. You know, he said, and he wants competition hunting when he gets a little older. Right. But he says, you know, it, if I win a cast, are these guys going to talk bad about me? Are they going to say that I'm cheating? So what, what I'm getting at is 
this ain't from my perspective. This is from a kid's perspective. These grown, the grown men need to either stay off the internet yeah. or, or when they see something that is not the way they do it or not what they like, just scroll on by. Yeah. Don't say nothing. You know, you, you know, you, you don't have to, if, if, if I shoot a bunch of coons and put a picture on it, these, and it's not my kid. How many kids like Hunter are on these Facebook groups? Mm-hmm. Hell, Hunter's the one to help me get a Facebook. All right, look, man, dude, y'all probably got some places or some landowners. I know down here, you know, some of my best friends growing up in school, I mean, some, like I said, some of my best friends growing up, you know, they owned a bunch of property down here. The only way I could coon hunt their property is if I did kill the coons because they, you know, they're big turkey hunters and they feed a lot of deer corn, have always fed deer corn. And, you know, when you get, you know, 25 coons in a corn picture, you know, they're like, Chris, come, you know, turn your dog loose. But if you tree one, you know, now, granted, I didn't do it like this, but uh, if they was with me, you know, because like I said, we used to coon hunt off side-by-sides or golf carts and, I mean, we'd ride around. That was my excuse three or four nights a week. I'd go coon hunt, and, you know, I'd have a case of beer or, you know, 18-pack of beer, and that's what we would do. You know, we'd ride around shoot coons, but uh, if the landowner was with you, you know, if there was five coons in one tree, he wanted you shoot all five of them. Well, that, that's me. I'm going to be honest with you. When we hunt, I, I tell folks this all the time. <clears throat> if if and, and folks don't like it and don't care, uh if season is open for no limit, if we make if my dog trees and there's three coons in that tree, I'm shooting all four of them. All right, I'm not leaving no coon in a tree. I go to kill coon. That's right. Does it mess up? Does it does it mess up my dog? What is it any of their business if it does? It's my dog. I'm gonna tell you. I hate that don't everybody have coon population like we got because they're missing out on the fun. Mm-hmm. You know. And I know there's, you know, the hardcore competition guys, they don't want to shoot no coons to them. And you know what? I'm just as, I mean, I, I, I don't, I mean, I'm all for whatever they want to do. It's, it's their, you yes, know, their business. Yep. That's right. But what I'm getting at is how many of these kids is on the internet seeing that, seeing the grown men arguing and Us fighting, and fighting about, you know, you know now they're going to sit at home and go hunting with their buddies and their dads, but, they might not show up to these competition hunts. And that's what they go, might not. That's right. And that's what's going to keep it going. These youngins are the future. You know, that's that's how they go continue to, to grow the sport. And if you can't get along with, you know, I, I get it. No, that's what's wrong with the world today. You know, I try not to, you know, I, I said I wouldn't go, da- you know, bring up the politics and stuff. But, I mean, you and I both know what's wrong. And uh, just, it, 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 I mean, it, it's a thing, you know, I mean, I, I, I mean, whether people want to say it, admit it or not, but coon dogs is politics. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, you know, if if I mean, just to go back to it, uh, you know, back in the day, back you know, uh, on squirrel haters, it used to be a big argument. You know, I'd tell folk, my if my dog better not ever timber a squirrel. When that joker comes treed, I don't care if ten squirrels leave that tree. She can turn her butt around and watch him leave, but she better not go with him. You know what I'm saying? Mm, that's right. That's how I want my dog. Yeah. And then 
argue, the argument would be, well, that's not a squirrel dog if it don't timber a squirrel. Well, well, I mean, so you're telling me because it don't do what you like it to do that I'm wrong. That that's what liberals do. Yeah, yes, sir. So it's it, so it so dog hunting is politics. Mm. I mean, uh, and that's I mean, that's what that's what's going to keep my kid from wanting to go to a competition hunt because he's worried that if his dog happens to do good and he comes home and posts about it on the internet, are all the haters going to come out and and bad talking for whatever stupid reason? Yeah. I mean, he he don't. Nobody wants to be talked bad about. No, no, absolutely not. And they ain't no bore just the way Hunter carries himself. And, man, I just don't know of a uh, – how old is he, 15, 16? 15 would be 16 in August. August what? Oh, my goodness. Let me think. Come on, 20th. 20th, I'm August 17th. My wife's August 18th. <laughs> but, uh, but, man, he carries himself so – mature to be 15 you know what i mean the way he does stuff like the stuff you post on, on you know the, the pictures of him you know working and you know fooling with the tractors and stuff i mean he's been brought y'all boy you and her did a uh y'all have done a fine job with that young and and i'm sure briar's the same way well i appreciate that briar let me tell you i mean you know i mean every everybody's everybody's kid is, is you know, oh, the yeah. best kid. That's right. You know, and I'm going to say my, my, my kids have a lot of me and a lot of my wife. And that's, <laughs> that's a wild combination um, because I mean, I, I, you know, my wife said when, when, when my wife is introducing herself to somebody and they say, how many kids do you have? She says three. <laughs> uh, and, and the worst one is the oldest. One, I see it. You know, uh, but Hunter is is a, I mean he's. I tell you what I've, I've been doing, it, 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 not not nothing to do with dogs, but just about Hunter. I, when we bought this place that we own, mm-hmm. we have a pasture. Um, I, I'm I'm building a. Uh, well, anyway, way out back we have a, a pasture that it's it stays kind of wet, and. and when we first moved the place, I, I brought an excavator in, and, and I cleared out about 50, 75 trees, and we piled them all up down there, and that, that's just our burn pile. It's a it's probably a two- or three-acre pasture or whatever um, with a little bit of woods. And Anyway, I, when we moved over to this area, he, he started high school in a new school because of the tornado we had to move. He started high school, ninth grade, in a new school under COVID restrictions wearing a mask. Man, he didn't know. He didn't know anybody. He couldn't make no friends. The area we live in is a, it's a uppity, richy, richy. You know, uh, better they better than everybody type. <laughs> you know? And and, and uh, the school, you know, it's a good, it's a great school. But you know, I mean, the, the kids are. He just didn't know nobody. And, and you know, it's hard for a poor boy to come in, a country boy to come in to school. You know, uh, with with a lot with a lot of money, and and it just didn't fit in. Is that so DeSoto County up there? It is DeSoto County. Right. Lewisburg, yeah. is that one of them schools up there? That's where he goes is Lewisburg. I mean, they, they, they tell me. I mean, just in watching the news and stuff, that's a uh, that's that's a top-notch. That's what they say. Yeah, a matter of fact, one of it my customers. It is. One of my customers is uh, he's got two twin boys that are going to be in, oh, man, I think they're going to be in about the seventh or eighth grade. 
but so so what I done was I I told Hunter I said uh, just just to get around it to Hunter you know how how Hunter is his character is what I'm getting at. Yep. I told him I look it, to help you make friends I said I, I'm gonna give you that back pasture, ride you four wheelers, y'all come down here and have field parties, you invite whoever you want to, but you know my rules I'm big on on respect. Mm-hmm. So I said y'all can st- I, I'll stay up. Y'all stay up. Y'all can have, you know, as long as you want a party out there, as long as they're respectful. They, they, this is your house and your land as much as it is mine. And, and if they disrespect you, they have to go. That's right. So he invited, he, he had a, you know, first time he's trying to meet new friends. So he has a party and, a, you know, a bunch of kids show up that, you know, we don't know. And, and, um, so, you know, I, I try to give him his space, but I mean, I have to go down there and just kind of peek at things yeah, and check absolutely. on things. They're down there doing donuts in their truck. They're doing donuts in the four wheelers and tearing just tearing the ground to pieces. And I don't care. That's right. So I go down there and, and you know, he sees me and he comes over and I said, Y'all having a good time? He said, Yes, sir. He says, But I had to make a couple folks leave. He said they, they, they wanted to you know, they, they wanted to um they wanted to smoke. Yep. And uh, and I don't mean cigarettes. Oh gotcha. And, and he said, I, I just, I told him we don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and for a 15-year-old boy That's trying to cool. make friends in a new school, in a new place, I, I, I was so proud. <laughs> you and can't he, t- and he, he tells folks, you know, hey, we, y'all can come and hang out over here, but, but you know, I mean, this is our rule. my dad's, yeah, my, my, you know, my dad has rules, you know, between, between the gate and the back pasture, you don't drive across the pond levee, you don't spin tires in the gravel and and you don't come down here and smoke and drink that's right you know and 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 you know what he had another party and twice as many people showed up that's right you know Uh, i mean that that that's i mean he he's just a i mean he is a good kid i ain't gonna say he he is not perfect by no means he's he's too much like me to be you know what i'm saying That's what mine's mama tells me. She's like, what in the world are you getting it? You know, my mother, look, Payson is my mama's baby, and Lord have mercy. I mean, I get so aggravated, I tell him, you know, and and it's hard because he, you know, know, he's a straight-A student. I mean, literally, he got like five awards last week for, you know, top five, top four in his class, and I'm like, you know, crap, it's hard for me to – to you know, he still go mine, but like you know, if he don't want to go to school and wants to go hunting or something with me, um, I'll let him. I take him turkey hunting or whatever. But my mama, when he does get on to him, my mama, she's the first to pipe in. It's like you don't have to get on him that hard. And I'm like, well, mama, he's mine now. You know, didn't nobody get to say nothing to you when you was getting on me just as hard. <laughs> but it is what it is, you know. But I, I have always noticed that about him, how. He just carries himself well, like really, really mature and respectful. Is you know, is about as good as I can describe him. You know, appreciate that. that yeah, means y'all a lot. did a y'all no. did a good job, or still doing a good. We job. don't, we don't, uh, we never babied either one of our boys when they were little, and I wouldn't let nobody else. I would let nobody else talk baby to them, or yeah. or or you know, uh, you know. Sometimes I I've had some friends sometimes say. Man, no, you could baby them a little bit. You know, when, when they would get hurt, if they wouldn't bleed, and I tell them to get up and keep going, they, they ain't bleeding. You know, right. you, you ain't. I mean, you know, if they was genuinely hurt, you know, we we picked them up. Um, 
and, and yeah, I mean, Hunter's always been a respectful kid. Uh, even I, I'm just big on respect. I, I don't, you know, you know, I mean, he's a kid's a teenager, you know, sometimes he wants to try to smart mouth, you know, but I mean, hey, <laughs> look, I'm, I, I'm 45 years old. I'm still smart mouth. Oh yeah. You know, that's right. Uh, um, Briar Cole was a whole different beast. Is he? That, that boy right there. Now, now he's respectful. My kids, you won't, you won't talk to my kids. They don't say yes, sir. No, sir. Right. They just, matter of fact, if, if they're around another kid that don't say it, Hunter will tell them, you mean, yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, Briar Cole would, would, he would just as soon run around butt naked <laughs> in the woods. You give that kid a hatchet and a shovel, and he's as happy as any kid is with a with a toy box full of toys. And how old is he? Seven. He'll be eight Good in October. Night, Irene. He is, man, my youngest son, Payson, like I said, is 12. When he gets in from school, he is stripping down to his underwear, and that's it. It don't matter if... It don't matter if Trump comes to my door and says, "Hey, where's your daddy at?" And he, he, he'll be riding his underwear and his boxers and said he's in the under or he's in the shop or something. I promise you, he's uh, he don't care. That's Briar. Briar is one. Briar is one of them kids that that let me let me tell you, he he's smart as a whip. <clears throat> but it, it when he was when he was little, yonder, we would catch him. He he's it's funny, but he's bad about. He loves a hatchet, and he loves. I've, I, and, and as long as he could tote one, I've let him have a hatchet. Right. Now, my 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 sister and my wife's mother and her sisters w- would cringe because I'd let him run around at you know four or five years old with a with a hatchet, you know, chopping trees and chopping yeah. in the dirt or what. And, and did, he loves the show. He just likes digging dirt, and playing. Uh, He's a kid. Right. But if you don't watch him, he he likes to lick the dirt off the shovel. <laughs> And then we got to catching him. We got to catching him. He, we got. He would. He would. He would lick the soles of. He would lick the dirt off the off his shoes. Lord have mercy. Go I just told everybody. You say he's gonna I have worms. Him, look, I just told everybody he had a vitamin deficiency. That's <laughs> all. I mean, that's right. He, he, he knew he, what his he body just, needed. He did. He just one of them. All, uh-huh, I mean. Every day he goes out. Him, him, and the little boy lives way up the road. Rides his bicycle down here. Right. And and they don't, they don't go, sit around and not do nothing. Today, whenever me and you was texting back and forth. Right. They was out. They was out on the dirt pile next to the pond. They was chopping saplings with a hatchet. <laughs> I don't know what they was doing with them, and I don't care. That's right. Because you know, they they wasn't. I mean, they was happy. They was just doing. It. He's just a boy catches frogs, rabbits. He loves to coon hunt. He loves to shoot whatever. Um, he likes riding fours. They're just, yeah. they're just, they're just country boys, you know. That's right. They're he sounds a lot like Payson. He Payson wants to shoot. It don't make a darn what bird. I mean, look, my young and let me tell you what he did. He goes and if at night if he ain't got nothing going on, he'll go grab that red rider, just the old red rider cock gun, BB gun, and he'll walk around with his coon light or a flashlight and he'll shoot them big frogs he'll shoot them and he look i woke up and there was seven man it was 16 or 17 of them big bullfrogs on my on my shop uh concrete up there i mean blood running down the hill i'm like lord son what are you doing he said i had a good night daddy you know 
<laughs> I mean, that's just, he don't care. He don't care if the sun comes up. He's a good kid, though. Like I said, he's real respectful. But now he'll give it, me and his mama a little, you know. He gives his mom, not say he's, he's not disrespectful to Lindsay, but he knows she get, lets him get away with some of the smart mouth more than I do, you know. Oh, yeah, that's 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 the, that's my wife the same way. I'll, you know, we have some stuff we're really strict on and some stuff we're kind of laxed on because you got to give them some freedom, man. You can't, you can't, I mean, you got to let them learn stuff on their own. You you know, I, we that's how we do our boy. We let them, we let them learn stuff the hard way. We direct them in the direction we want them to go. That's right. But we, we let them learn from there because I just think just like with a just like with a squirrel dog and a coon dog, most people with a dog. I'm not no dog trainer by no means. I'm a dog hunter. Most people overtrain one because I mean, just like with a kid, you 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 can you. You can rule a kid too much. Yeah, and they don't. where they, where they, you know, they don't want to be around you, or they go be mischievous. You know, that's right. You know, I mean, so that's just what I mean. We we kind of give them some leeway, and 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 my wife's a little more lenient than I am. And sometimes, heck, I probably get on them too much, but it ain't hurting them. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's I mean, right. I'm pretty rough on pacing as far as some of the stuff I do, but like I said. I don't think it's hurting them. Uh, my mama, you know, they was, you know, I got, I knew right from wrong. My granddaddy was the chief of police, and, uh, yeah, I didn't get to, you know, I get caught with in town, you know, with beer. You know, I was trying to get back to where he didn't, you know, his deputies or or his, you know, his patrolmen, they would, at first, man, I'd wake up to a, my papa looking at him. My papa 6'4", you know. 275 just a big man and shoot they, they couldn't wait to tell him they poured my beer out you know underage <laughs> that's right but uh well shoot man we have been at this thing for two hours and 45 minutes so uh you got anything you. hey i'm gonna look i love it i mean i'm gonna call you back again after i get some of these other cats and we'll talk some more but uh i think we about got you know for the for the first for the first go around, I think we got a lot you know, a lot covered anyway. It, 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 we we dang sure didn't breathe in each other's ear for two hours or forty five minutes, you know. That's right. So, well, I'm right. I enjoy. I did I'm too, gonna, brother, and I'm all. Well, I, but before we before we go, I'm, I'm yeah. just gonna tell you, I I, it, I, I am um, I, I'm honored that that you would you think enough of me to to in the dogs that I had. To, to call and and uh, I, I mean honestly, I told my wife I was like I, I mean I was like who who in the world wants to hear what I got to say? <laughs> you know, I mean I, I mean I ain't nobody I ain't you know I mean right now I mean I don't have no big fancy nice stud dog <laughs> I have no big winning dog. Well, and uh, I always know, like, I, like I don't the, know man I just always liked Joe's stuff I liked Joe's style I liked the same line of dog you know I just did I liked the how the dogs that you hunted. Uh, and I mean, again, like I said, when I would show up to you know, till this day, you know, you know, y'all was you and you know you were in that upper tier, and just in my opinion, man, I'm just being honest. Uh, so that's why I, I, you know, I, I figured I'd reach out to you and and see if you would if you would do it. So I man, appreciate I you. Appreciate, I, I appreciate, and, I, and I'm, I mean, I'm, 
I'm honored to 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 be a be part of it. That's right, brother. Well, look, I'm gonna jump off here, but I'm gonna be uh, I I travel North Mississippi up to to Hernando, DeSoto County. Uh, I I do I sell a lot of pumps and stuff to that DeSoto County Regional Utility Authority. Um, so if I'm in that area, man, we need to grab lunch or something. I'll holler at you. Yeah, I, I'm, I work in Hernando, so I mean, right in the middle of town. So you, when you up my way, you hit me Shoot, up. Dude. Yeah, I was up there last week, and we ate at that. I think it's called like Bon Sebo or something, maybe. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you wouldn't half a mile from my shop. I be dang. Well, I'll show, give you a shout when I come up that way, and at least if we, if I'm passing through, I can jump off and, and holler at you. Hey, that's what look Morrison. If he's up here doing a you know deposition lawyer or whatever he's doing, that's right. Uh, he'll call me. He'll come. We'll eat lunch or whatever. Um, and look here, I, I, I'm sitting in my in my gun room right now, and and uh, I, I brother, I got a place to stay. I got uh, my wife will cook us up some food, and, and I'm telling you, we can kill as much game as you want to. <laughs> well, I can't wait, brother. Well, I'm gonna be in touch and. Uh, like I said, I sure appreciate you. Yeah, man. Thank All you, right. bud. All right, buddy. See you. All right.